millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What up, what up? It's Alex, the fantasy football hustler, back at you. Nelson Times here as well. Coming through ya. Hey. <laughs> Bogard Scott Freedom. Captain Spaulding coming. Gross. <laughs> Coming, what? You gotta finish Big that boss. sentence now. You, you gotta Big finish. Boss. Big bot. <laughs> you gotta finish that. Last time on Silver Screen Breakdown. Ooh, the the people that we are following is all bad for them. So first they get a flat tire, then they end up in the house. Mm. They finally get their tire fixed after the most awkward dinner and show ever. But Otis cuts them off right as they were going out the exit. Otis cuts them off, and now they're all captured. It is all bad. The sheriff and uh, deputy or whoever, two lawmen, they now went to Spalding's spot. They figured out where everybody's going, and now they are on the way. They'll save the day. But that does not matter. (laughs) It is all bad. It is all bad for these people. Um, I'm not sure what... I I always get them confused, the two ladies in here. But one of them... Yeah, one of them is... uh, I want to say Mary's the main one, the daughter, but I'm not too sure. Is she the one who's chained up and they put makeup on her downstairs and then Tiny came down with like some cereal? Yes, yes, that's, that's the daughter. Yeah. Tiny was yeah. funny in that scene because he just unties her like, oh, okay. So yeah, she's essentially away. Oh, that can't be that easy. He's not, she's not getting away that easy. For the sake of it, we'll say that that's Mary and she's the final girl who's also the daughter of the father who's with the sheriffs and the deputy. And the sheriff and deputy. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what was um, like, I don't know. I think Tiny just wanted some excitement. That was like a little bit of excitement because even when Otis looked at him, after he takes her and now now she's not on the bed now she gets thrown into uh i don't even know what the heck it is just some room or whatever and then oh, she gets hold up, i want to talk about i want to talk about tiny eating yeah. a bowl of cereal this whole time though yeah because it's fucking gross yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's disgusting he's like slurping and he's like all huge and disfigured and it's just like and she's like, please let me go, let me go. And he's like, you know, it's like a weird, like she's begging and begging, and he's kind of just like eating the cereal, kind of like, what? Like, let you go like this? You know, <laughs> okay, here you go. And then he just keeps eating the cereal, and she's like, I'm just gonna go now. I'm just gonna go home. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. And it, it, no it gets real calm, like, I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna <laughs> jump scare. Uh, I love that. Man. See, he sets you up, you know, he sets you up nicely because, you, you know, you're not really expecting it because this is his first film. It's not his style. You don't know. You're not accustomed to his style, really, of how, uh, you know, he's trying to do some of these things. But it's usually somebody behind very um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre-esque, you know, somebody behind a door that swings open and then, you know, they cut it short. 
loud noises. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you know, this movie really makes me feel like um feel. <laughs> makes me feel like it's um a combination of uh saw hostile. Have you seen hostile? Yeah. Right, with the gore the gore aspect, you mean like that? Yeah. That. And then I was gonna add another one. I don't know, Nightmare, Nightmare, on, Nightmare on Elm Street mixed Street. together. So, yeah, to me, it has like the like the prosthetics and stuff with a little bit like that Freddy Nightmare on Elm Street vibe, yeah. right? With, and the darkness and the colors, right? But it also gives me that Texas Chainsaw Massacre vibe with the, the family yeah. aspect and the way they invite you in and trap you. And then they have like a whole secret other stuff going on, you know, with the yeah, whole yeah, thing. They're, they're, they're almost nice, right? They're almost there. Yeah, and also, also, like, what is it? Hills Have Eyes kind of also. I guess not necessarily. Like the I didn't theme, see like that the, one again. The Hills of, I remember when that came out. It was like mid '80s or something, late '80s. Yeah, that, that that original and then the remake was also pretty intense. Oh, the remake! <laughs> oh, you should watch the remake then. Yeah, you should watch the remake if you haven't seen that one. I saw, I've seen both of them. They're pretty good, pretty damn good. Both of those. Is it the same the director? By the way, yeah, I don't think so. I would, I don't think so. Which I'd one's better, the 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 uh, the older one or the new one? I saw the new one first, so that I'd probably be a little more inclined to like it. But I really enjoyed the old one. Not gonna lie, and I love the old, the original uh, movie poster and the way that the, the production on that—that's like top notch. So I don't know. I'm just kind of I like if, if that was if I could buy. I don't put stuff up other than my own art, but if I put other things up, that poster would be one of those. The Hills Have Eyes. Boom. House of a Thousand Corpses is also a great movie poster. I don't know if you guys have seen that one. It's pretty yeah, intense. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, it's like a face, and it's like bloody. It's like a has house of a thousand corpses in real big block red lettering, uh, and then you can see the house on the bottom, like underneath the the words, just real small. And we Good know stuff. there's, and we know there's just like people like all over the place because uh, when after <coughs> she tries to run and Otis like he throws her in that little room, like three people like jump on top of her. There's like all underneath, like I don't know, different covers or blankets, like there, and um. Yeah, and then it just cuts to uh, what's his name? Um, or actually, no. Before it cuts to Jerry, the um, the two Lao men they uh, they they uncover their car. So I mean, they they towed it out. To, I don't know, kind of just like the middle of nowhere is, is what it looks like. But the Lao men stumble upon it, and um, they call it. Um, they uh, they're getting ready to call it in, and. Um, but uh, then they cut back to the house. You don't get anything revealed there yet. And it's Jerry <laughs> and Baby. And Baby comes in in one of the cheerleader outfits and uh, gives them a little little trivia. What did you think about that, Nelson? You remember the trivia at all? Um, it was gory. Well, so she asked them a question. There was like yes. a three, three or four of them, right? Yeah, and uh, I think they were just—they uh, were easy questions, but um, it, it, they literally could have been anything, though. And uh, I mean, any answer, and no matter what, it was going to be wrong. <laughs> First, she like cuts off his hair, shoves it in his mouth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was funny. And then it was here's your last this? chance. I'll let you go. Who is my favorite actress? <laughs> and that's when he yeah. guesses Marilyn Monroe. And she even like thinks about it. No, no, it's this person. <laughs> it's Betty Page, I think, is what she said. There you go. All right, and I think that's who she said. I don't remember who she said. Proceeds. I think she may have said it's Betty Page. 
and proceeds to scalp him. <laughs> oh yeah, and he's like, ah, and you can see it like from the back, real nice. She's pulling like it looks like a almost like carpet, like you know when you rip out carpet. Yeah. <sighs> and um... <laughs> what's up, Bogey? Technique down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Turn your turn your mic up a little bit, Bogey. Just a I can't hear you. Turn my headphones up. She had her technique down. There you, know? you go. Yeah. And uh, now they cut back to uh, to the two lawmen, and they're like loading up the car to uh, they're loading up the car to uh, about to be towed away, and uh, they find some keys as they're looking uh, within the seat, and um, the keys open the trunk. And they see a mutilated cheerleader body in there. Yeah, it was naked. It was naked, right? Yeah, she, she had something, something carved into her body. I forgot what it said. Yeah, it was. Uh, I don't even know if we could read it. Just no, maybe you could make it out. Maybe that's why. Let's see. Deputy Nash is the guy's name, but that guy Walton Goggins, he looks he looks redneck as heck. Hell yeah. <laughs> you ain't lying. I think it says uh I think it says trick or treat. Ah, okay. Yep. That sounds good. That Whoa. makes sense. Yeah, because it is Halloween. Like when they first uh when they first got to the house, that was uh All Hallows Eve or whatever. Halloween Eve. It was, it was the thirtieth, right? Yeah. Well that was the wrong well, house to knock on, bro. Why is Lionel Richie credited in this as appearing in this movie? <laughs> what? <laughs> Gotta look into this. Um, I don't think I saw one black person in this movie. <laughs> I was gonna say well, Lionel, Lionel Richie yeah, and Black since the Commodores. <laughs> Maybe they just use a song or something. Well, you know why there's no black people in this movie because black people aren't traveling to these areas. Hell no. Yeah. All there the black people one. in Texas hey, State black. in Houston and uh, Dallas. There was a black well, predominantly Houston. There was one where it was almost like he was like making a music video or something. It was like a weird like cutaway. I can't remember. I I, I don't know if it was they were watching it on TV or something because at random times they're like watching TV. Um, as we get a little closer, because I got it going in the background right now to keep us on pace. When we get there, I'll uh, I'll bring it back up. Because right now we're in the spot where so now they tow the they tow the car. And um, they, her dad, like, wants to be, like, a part of this. So he comes to link up with these guys, like, right before. Um, they still don't know where to go at this point. Because, really, he gave them a map to find the car. Like, which is uh, kind of wild. He didn't give them a map to where they were going. Yeah. He gave them the directions of where the, the car, car was going to be. Well, I mean, and they're not too far off, right, from where the car is in relation to the house. Probably not. Yeah, and you know, I mean, if you're like the deputy well, they, and sheriff of this small town, wouldn't you like be aware of like where the, the which house is around? Like, oh, let's go check out, you know, the the Firefly the, the Woods or the Fireflies. Well, they the pretty much. Woods. Well, they pretty much said that they were going to go check out, you know, some of the some of the houses. I don't know. I think they said just on the outskirts of, uh, right. of town. So they know, like, <laughs> the places where they don't normally go, they're about to go. Mm. And Serge That's says, uh, the old man yelling, this is hell. 
Yeah, the old man was crazy. Like yeah. when uh, Otis, when uh, him and the old man were in the room, the old man just eating like I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah, it just looks gross every time they're like eating. They're just like, right before the cops show up. Yeah, right before the cops show up, and the old man is like, "Let me show you some driving. Put me in one of those cars." And <laughs> Otis just talks shit. Old man, shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, I swear I seen that one cop play a cop in another movie because he looked the, he looked like that. Why do same actor? Total total uh total typecast, right? I mean the whole even that like they're like we need a redneck looking motherfucker to play the cop, right? Boom. Yeah, you know I mean? that guy could be a that guy looks like he could play a preacher also for some reason. Yeah, I know one of television uh, evangelists. Yeah, <laughs> like his teeth are real white, and he's like, "Yeah," and he has a southern accent, so I don't know. So not Wydell, <laughs> but the other one. He was in uh, the Hateful Eight. I mean, that that's another movie that I could remember him from. That's kind of cool. How I Rob Zombie is kind of Rob Zombie's kind of like uh, he's in that he's in that universe underneath uh, Tarantino. Uh, Tarantino, because yeah, he, he he rubs elbows with uh, you know like the Rodriguez's and the. Mm. And even a lot of the actors, like this, yeah, that side, this has been hate play too. Yeah. yeah. The guild of the folk that they use. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. We're pretty much to the part where, like, everything's about to start going down Mm -hmm. now. Because now the cops, um, they actually make it, you know, to their house. And, um, you know, they see them, like, outside. And they bring it up, uh the mama firefly before they even you know come up and knock on the door see the cops outside and uh otis here just take this gun play it real cool like <laughs> i go out back do what i always do <laughs> take care of everything <laughs> take care of everything <laughs> <laughs> and the grandpa's like just a piece of shit just flips him off that's it <laughs> I mean, you, you know what I'm saying? They they're like, you know, they don't want all the fun in. You know what I mean? They're like, yeah, damn it, we've got to take care of these cops now. Yeah, we're about to have a good old Texas uh, shootout. Shootout, really, not even a standoff. And Mama <laughs> Fireflies just being way too nice, like at the door. I'll tell you anything you want, sugar. <laughs> and she doesn't want to let him in, though. Well, not at first, but I mean, yeah. she he asked like what three times, and then yeah, and then he's like, "It'll be real quick, ma'am." <laughs> all right, all right, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's just there. Uh, while the other two guys are just looking around in the back, they stumble upon some random things, and then he goes inside when they find some big shed in the back or something with like a lock on it, and uh, they bust that lock off. Oh, oh it's not a good sign. Oh, this is where the the film the film slows down. The the shots are kind of juxtaposed. You get some like cross fading real slow with some of the scenes. Things are in slow motion. You see the things being mouthed, you know, but you you don't really hear stuff. And then the music starts to come on, and we get a nice little uh, I don't know what you call this. I guess it's like a I don't know. Like, yeah, not a montage, but like that's the first really. thing that I think of. Right. Yeah, I wanted to see that also. Hold on, my, it's son, not a, my kids are on me. My bad. I keep leaving. I'm right. But it's that's not very, a it's not a montage, really. But like they slow it down. You know, it's like a yeah. little. Yeah, and I guess it's a montage. Seems like we'll <laughs> right. go with the montage. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go with montage. Sir <laughs> says badass shot when they open the door and then bam, all the tortured victims. I mean, yeah, some yeah. are dead. 
you see the one in front. I mean, it's all in slow motion, but it's like screaming, "Get me the fuck out of here!" Like something. That's what I assume <laughs> that she's uh, that she's screaming. I'm pretty and, sure it's like, <laughs> yeah. Um, they're both just freaked the fuck out, like just like insanely uh, freaked the fuck out. And uh, one of the dudes, Nash, fucking uh, starts throwing up and shit. Because like, man, it is a gory. Yeah, there's like. Scene. What, Gory, one's chained up in the front. You know, some, most of these girls are stripped down, boobs hanging out, cut at the neck, cut at the arms, gashed up at places. You know, most of them are dead. Insane. And uh, and then, um, so they uh, like right before. Um, Body counts like right, what, six now. Let's say yeah. it's four cheerleaders and the two guys in the beginning, and there's one yeah. cheerleader alive, maybe. Yep, and then I mean, right before, um, what's his name? Before Otis comes out, he uh, he screams on the on the uh, the walkie-talkie. It's uh, yeah, it's really crazy how it like works out because he's like he's screaming it in like super slow motion on the walkie-talkie. But then when he hears it on the walkie-talkie on the other end of it, it's like everything's in fast motion still. So he's like. Why do? But then you hear it. Why do? And then it goes in slow motion. Pulls out the gun. Blast Mama fire, him. Mama Firefly blasts him like right in the neck. Like, she knew it was going to happen. Well, he's on the walkie talkie. She knew it was going to happen. Didn't know when. She saw the moment. Blasted him. And then uh, the. Uh, uh, the chick's dad starts running away, catches multiple shots in the back from Otis. Those the slow motion, big old blood popping shots. <laughs> Overly dramatic. <laughs> hitting with a big, he was hitting with a big joint though. Yeah, it's the cop killers or something. The uh, and this is, for, I mean, this is when like seeing Otis outside, like in the sun. I mean, he's super pale. It's crazy. He's got the the super long fucking mutton chops, like hella long, and uh, mutton chops. <laughs> it's fucking. It's like the longest. Like I don't even. I like it's so long that I almost think it's like worth timing. Like when uh, when Nash is looking at him and he's like he's telling him what to do, and like it's so long. He's telling him to get on his knees. And like that takes like a long ass time for him to get on his knees, and then he like puts the gun up to his head, and like it's in super slow motion, but it seems like it takes forever. It seems like it takes like a minute, and like I wonder how long it actually was like in real time because he probably made him sit there for like a long time with that gun to his head right before eventually he just blasts him. They get a kick out of that part. Right? Yeah, it's probably something that, like, you know, if, if there's any if ever some kind of uh fix they get, it's probably from like the fear of of a person before they take their life. So he's just yeah. like, he's just like indulging in it. Yeah, the power. And he says it, you know, like somewhere in there, like I am the boogeyman. <laughs> yeah, you heard the boogeyman. It's real, and I am him. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Such a dark character. And uh yeah, I mean it's uh I mean he only gets crazier in uh 
he only gets crazier as uh as time goes on and they get to uh the ceremonies and yeah sir that's right where we're at the red hot pussy liquor store he said sign me up (laughs) (laughs) and man like what a freak that guy is who works there and uh yeah they're getting the song the song is the red hot pussy liquor song yeah (laughs) oh yeah and uh, I, was telling, I was telling Hustler that I used to have that song burned on a CD because I used to listen to a whole bunch of rock joint, go figures, right? Back in high school, it's like a real metalhead. Nice. But uh, that was that one was on a CD for sure. And like I'd be driving around and like it'd start moaning like oh all crazy and be like damn like <laughs> with my windows down, blasting that shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, like it's it's wild. Like so, I don't even. I mean, they're going, they're getting like holy water or something and uh she was like oh yeah you know it's like getting fucked up and doing fucked up shit <laughs> yeah i like to get fucked up too <laughs> oh yeah i bet you do oh my god it's imitations you're funny because <laughs> <laughs> oh, you sound like them you just don't look like them <laughs> you do all these imitations but so yeah those I- girls those girlfriends were funny though and then the girl, yeah. What's that line she said? Sometimes you just get to kill someone who deserves to be killed. Yeah. She was kind of <laughs> cute, though. I know. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. Didn't That's Rob Zombie's wife yeah. in real life. Oh, Sherry, really? Sherry yeah. Moon Zombie. Yeah. Yep. She's always she's always the leads in, uh, in his movies, at least. Uh, at least all the ones yeah. in this series and then in Halloween. She's in the first <gasps> and the second one. I saw a joint. I remember it vaguely. It was called Thirty One. That was another Rob Zombie joint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was she was in that shit too. Yeah, for sure. Hell yeah, Get that, that was really twisted. It was like real comic booky, campy horror horror shit type shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Get that money. Better throw her in there. And uh, she's a good actress. She's crazy. I mean, she plays this crazy chick like very very yeah. well. Very well. <laughs> Probably not far off from the real life version. <laughs> I like when she's yeah. wearing those chaps. What is she wearing? Oh, chaps? Yeah, that yeah that was nice see we got. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Forgot about that. It was nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean the- yeah, you almost forget how psychotic she is. And she's like, oh, she's kinda hot right there. The time we see her like where we actually see her, you know, full frontal. You know, she's like making out with the skeleton and the skeleton, like she grabs her hand, like skeleton's hand, puts it on her boobs. Yeah. <laughs> That's like Rob Zombie's like home movies. He's like, I'll just take some. Right? <laughs> no, it's just a Tuesday night. <laughs> zombie house. I don't know anything about this Rob Zombie guy. My, he, you know his, the name. his brother was a uh... A singer also. I think he passed away. I think he was the lead singer for Power Man 5000. Hold on. Oh, cool. Rob, Rob Zombie's brother. I'll, I'll clear that up. It's one of those yeah. bands. But yeah, but you know, he, uh, I think what, in 85, they dropped their first joint, uh, the White Zombie Band. And then, Rob uh, Zombie's brother, his name is Spider One. More about Spider One. Spider Michael One? David. Yeah, where are yeah. they from? They're from Boston for real? No, hold on. Michael David Cummings, better known as Spider One, uh, American singer. And actually, so their first, uh, their first yeah. studio album said it came out in '98. Yeah, Power Man Five Thousand. No, uh, Rob Zombie, because Rob Zombie, I know he went solo at one point, like in the mid '90s. Oh, okay. So this could be the the group. 
Yeah, it could be White Zombie. Hell, Hellbilly Deluxe? Hellbilly Deluxe is Rob Zombie by himself, 98. That was his first his first okay. like, solo album, the one I was talking oh, about okay, before. Okay. But he was with White Zombie before. They had a Thunder, what was it called? Thunderstruck 55? 1955, five, yeah. 55! He said 55. <laughs> yeah, I did. Gotta do it. <laughs> I know the deal, Bogey. I know it. <laughs> well, yeah, you could take a clip from that song too. In 1955, yeah. Rob Zombie, good stuff. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, his brother is the lead singer and founder of Power Man 5000. I don't know if you guys remember that early 2000s, late 90s, late 90s, like power rock kind of. Uh, I don't even know what kind of vibe kind of like is. A, I remember them. They were like a they were like a 80s style rock band. Yeah, like it was kind of like uh you if you redid they were like some big they were like uh yeah, like the they, big they, bear. They big redid bear the rockers, tech, they redid the techno stuff. They're kind of like uh, static X in a sense, also, but it was kind oh, of never more, mind. I'm I'm totally thinking of somebody else then. Yeah, Power Man 5000 had like, oh, I'm thinking of corn man. No, yeah, you're yeah. Right, corn because I just thought of again another guy with another guy with dreads. Surge Power Man 5000 has a bunch of other hits, I'm sure, but I can't name them. So, yeah, you're probably right. One hit wonders. I think Corn is the uh, la, uh, aren't they uh, uh, Latino? Corn? So, no, Jonathan Davis is, I don't think he's Latino. He's he the one is. guy, he's got dookie with those eyes. No, that's that guy, uh, he's got lots, I think. I don't know. Red Hot Chili huh? Peppers, right? The, the leads, he's a Hispanic dude. Anthony Keys. No, I'm talking about no, Corn. I don't no. think he, he's, just a, he's just a really tanned. Yeah, he's yeah, just a California tan, tan guy. Because he's like no, from Jersey, isn't he? Like originally, who? The dude, uh, the the Red Hot Chili Peppers dude, like New York or something. Oh, I don't know. I thought he's from California. I knew he blew up in. I knew he blew up in Cali, but like, uh, which guy? You talking about Anthony Kiedis? Anthony Kiedis, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know where he's from. <laughs> I just know him because I, I ran into him a couple of times in Malibu. Actually, I, you tried my ice cream one time. Nice. Hey, really? Really? Trying to try my ice cream. I don't know if he liked it or not, but yeah, he's, a couple uh, Rob, of things. Rob huh? Zombie's from Massachusetts, or he was born in Massachusetts. Okay, yeah, because so you he, got that part right. I remember when he was on Rogan, he was talking about like, you know, I just didn't give a fuck growing up, you know. And then, then when I moved to New York, I'm like, oh, this is the whole, this is a city where everyone doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> this is all the uh, this is all the new metal yeah, genre. Yeah. Now that I remember. This is the new metal, which is corn, like Limp Biscuit, Rob Zombie, Power Man yeah, 5000. Like the, the Kid Rock, static, like static the Kid Rock resurgence. I don't know if Kid Rock's new metal. No, but he's like, he was part of that <laughs> resurgence, though, where they he was like part of that rap rock. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I guess but, you could throw in, uh, what's the one? Uh, Linkin Park, you could kind of throw them in the mix, too. He's a white zombie. I used to love those guys. Yeah, White Zombie was formed in 1985, which was the first band he was with out of New York. Yeah, see, he went to New York and he was like, oh, this is where it's at. Yeah. Yeah, he said like the punk scene was like fucking the, you know, that's what the draw was to go to New York. Like, you know, there's this there's this shit going on there. And it's funny because Jonathan Davis, the lead singer of Korn, his brother is the lead singer of Adema uh, or Adema or whatever the name of that, you know, what's that blood condition? How do you pronounce that? Uh, Anyways. Anemic? No. <laughs> I, was, I just said it was like Adema or something like that. Anyways. Uh, okay. Adema, so that's he, like water in the ankles. Back to the house. How about that? Yeah, so they go get all the. They hit up the liquor stores. So they can get all their booze and everything. And now they're partying. They got everybody tied up in like the middle of like the living room or something. 
And then, uh, man, we get a crazy, crazy ass scene where uh, we get the dad who uh, has come back, but it's not the dad. It's just the dad's skin. Oh, man. (laughs) The The daughter, the daughter, like, I mean, uh, she, it, it looks like it is. I mean, at first, I think she thinks it is the dad. And then Otis like leans in and tries to tongue kiss her, and then uh, take reveals <laughs> reveals himself that it is just the skin, and oh man, everybody is freaked the fuck out. <laughs> They're like, God damn it, Jerry! You, you can kind of tell <laughs> it was just the skin before that, though. Before he took it off. Well, I mean, it looked pretty loose to me from the beginning. I think it was just that. I think that reaction was for the movie, right? Because. Uh, I mean, yeah, you know, maybe there was a glimmer of hope that she hoped it was actually her dad, not just someone wearing, you know, a dad suit. Oh, man. A her dad suit. <laughs> Speaking of dads, I had to get up because my daughter just got back from the homecoming game. Yeah. Yep. All good. Yep. Nice and early. <laughs> That's all yeah. that matters. Now they're, out, you know, now they're about to go perform ritual. some ritual. We don't even know what the hell it is, but we just see they're walking out into the middle of nowhere. They all got their, like, like most of them are wearing white. It's like all the girls are wearing white, but all the dudes are wearing black. This is my favorite part. This is where we turn it on now, baby. Like, this, the movie kind of switches to another level here. You're like, what's going, what the hell is going on now? Yeah, you know? I have no idea what's going on, but this just looks like some crazy satanic ritual out in the middle of nowhere. And everyone, the, the girls are having fun. Mama Firefly and Baby, they're like, they're all dancing. And like, you know, this is like, you know. Some- Otis's face makeup's dope as hell. He's like, looks creepy as heck. He looks like some sort of like, uh, uh, I don't know, undead priest or something like that leading the way. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we have no idea what's going to happen. You see some kind of like coffin. Um they're uh i mean they're they're kind of they're pulling it out of like somewhere you have no idea where it's coming out of uh, out of the ground it's time to get in for some hillbillies i ain't gonna lie yeah it's like a coffin pulley system that goes into like you know into the ground deep into the ground and it's time to get in they don't want to but yeah they're forced in and uh, she stabs they stab one of them they stab one of the cheerleaders like oh you don't want to get in Is that what happens there, or did I skip too far forward? Ah, <laughs> uh, when was that? I, I don't, man. Because yeah, wasn't there like three of them in, in, in rabbit suits? And he's like, run, rabbit. Oh, no, we haven't gotten there. But there's like three of them in rabbit suits, and I right, think they stabbed exactly. one of them. Yeah, so this is, a, yeah, so that, that jumping ahead a tiny little bit. It's like, they don't want to get in, and then like Mama Firefly, she's like getting into like old boy's face, like trying to, you know, be real nice. Oh, yeah. Just to like make out with him. Yeah. <laughs> and then whoever it is, I, I don't even know if they ever say the dude's name, but I mean, he just picks him up and throws him in there. And then one of the chicks runs. That That's what happens there. And um, yeah. yeah, and he's like about to shoot her, but then nope. Let's just have a little bit more fun with it. Of course. Hot mouse. Yeah, baby loves it. She She loves this whole game. She just starts doing her maniacal laugh even more. <laughs> I don't know how it goes. She's really good at that, though. Yeah. 
Yeah, she's really good at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because she is real freaky. And like, you know, just in the beginning when we don't know what she is, it's like, you know, it just sounds real ditzy. And then we know how crazy she is. And then it's just like, it's still ditzy, but it's so evil at the same time. Yeah. Maniacal laugh. Yeah, she is fucking crazy. She is really insane. <laughs> yeah, it's that it's that meter, like the the hotness and the insanity level, which ways is like it's just like you know they correspond with each other. So like the hotter they get, the more insane they are. For sure, <laughs> she takes the cake, like definitely, like man. Uh, Fun to yeah. from afar. For sure, <laughs> don't get too close. <laughs> exactly. Ah. Uh. And uh, yeah, so she yeah she chases her down, chases her all the way down to the grave, huh? Yep, stabs her. And then we have another kill under their belts. That's, That's the thing with Ron the zombie movie. Well, that zombie movie. I don't know what his other movies, but he like he goes against the like he goes against the grain of what you think is going to happen. What usually happens, he does the opposite. Yeah, no, like, she's usually they're going to get away. Or usually there's like some buildup, right? Like, ah, uh, and then like, you're like, it, it doesn't come, it doesn't come, it doesn't come. And then they give it to you, right? Right. Him, it's like, it's like, there's a bunch of buildup or whatever. And then there's more buildup or whatever. And then it's like, oh, nothing happens. And then it's like, and then it's like, nothing's happening. And then it's like, boom, somebody's dead. Shit. The hell? Yeah. <laughs> left field, man. Left field. Yeah, left field. But he does do a lot of that. Like, there's a lot of buildup. And or it's not even buildup. It's just like a lot of stuff that you get bombarded with, like visuals and gore and music. And you're like, what's going on? Like, we don't even, like, it's not, it's not a jump scare or like one of those things where like something builds to a point of tension. It's just like you're just getting bombarded with all this stuff that makes you feel uncomfortable. And, and then, and then he gives you a scare later on when you don't expect anything at all, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, if we do another one, or I guess I can always pull one up to see yeah. what his um he's got, he created his own genre of horror flicks, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for the most part. And I, I don't know if it's an animated genre, but yeah, definitely doing things uh, you know a little bit different than others. Unorthodox. Yeah, well, like if you listen to Hellbilly Deluxe, a lot of it's very theatrical as well, like the whole the way the album's put together. Uh, and then the music videos themselves are also kind of like telling a story. And of course, his wife is in a lot of the videos. And these are back in the early 2000, like 2000. I don't know when that album was released, but, you know, the early 2000s or whatever. So probably around this time or before. Actually, that album was released in the late 90s. So I guess all that stuff building up to this was kind of similar stuff, but it was more PG-13 because it's a, you know, it's a right. album that he's telling to people. Yeah. But like the concepts are all there. Hold on, my dog is just howling. Be right back. So after after the demise of uh, who is that? Denise, I think we cut back to the grave, and now both of them are in there. Um, the two remaining pieces. Who's that? Jerry and uh, Jerry and uh, what the heck is her name? Uh, Mary. And they're being lowered down. We have no idea where they're being lowered down. They're just being lowered down into somewhere. We see there's a little moat. And the top gets covered, you know, back. And, um, yeah, they're just left, like, underneath there. And then they I kind of... She, like, I thought she was lowered down with a guy. Yeah. Yeah, I Jerry. Think, I think Jerry and, Mary. Yeah, Jerry and Mary. 
Oh, okay. I heard yeah. Wrong. yeah. Yeah, one guy, one girl in there in their rabbit suits. And uh yeah, a little furry, like furries, huh? Yeah. And uh and we just see the different people like coming out of nowhere and uh they're just ripping ripping the thing uh ripping that coffin to uh to shreds and uh man yeah what were those things i don't know i just feel like they're like they're just the people that were like that have been in there and been trapped by them as well standing up what's your what's your take on that peacock on, uh, like when they get lowered down into uh I don't know the cellar. I don't even know what it is. The abyss. Yeah, you get all the uh, you get all those things in there that are attacking the uh, um, the coffin. What do you think those things are? Oh, that's a uh, that, that goes back to the if you pay attention to the legend of Doctor Satan. That's all the the mentally uh, not all there people that um, that you know Doctor Satan was experimenting on. So I think that's what those things are. The the legend has it that you know he was trying to. What was he doing? Doctor who? Who was he calling? Doctor Satan. Doctor Satan. Oh, Satan. Yeah, Satan. Satanas. So, Doctor Satan uh, supposedly like operated or experimented on like the mentally challenged or the mentally ill um, because you know people don't care about them and the neglect and whatever. He would like perform these surgeries and you know my they bad, get all y'all. freaked out. I got my bad, y'all. I got to dip because this one will not let me do the show. Sounds good. Yeah, I remember her. Okay, you're the man. Michelle, appreciate you, bro. I'll I'll be watching. I'll 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 probably jump back to do a rating, but yeah, I got I got to leave now. (laughs) All right, no worries. We understand how that goes. But yeah, I think that's what those uh, all those things are down there. It's like either failed failed projects or um, or experiments or uh, current, uh, you know, just uh, or maybe like even. Uh, people in waiting or things in waiting that he was going to experiment on or keep experimenting on. So that's what I, that's what I believe those things are. Yeah. And uh, man, I mean, then we get, so it was, uh, so when they first went out there, Otis didn't have all the makeup on, ah, but it was, I was like, remembering it wrong. Sorry. <laughs> but this, like, then he comes back out with all the makeup and everything on. And it's like, now they're performing like the ritual they bring uh, now they actually have like a dead person that they bring out there and uh, yeah i mean it's, it's such a freaky scene like what what was your what, what was your thoughts when you saw everything going down uh nelson all this the, the whole satanic ritual or whatever you call whatever this is i have to see that again too so i remember for some for some reason this uh different scenes stick out more because when she chased her down and killed her. And then she comes back and then uh, they're carrying it, right? Otis is carrying on with the rest of the killings, right? There was uh, that one scene where I think it was Jerry was hooked up to that chair. The guy that was like a surgeon or something or like, like a dentist. Yeah, that's like, that? That was that's like a little later. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's later. like right after this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's pretty all, much all tied up to that thing. Yeah, it, it, it comes out. Yeah, that comes down. So that guy who's like a dentist, like, that's Dr. Satan, but we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, that's where we're at right now. Because now yeah, they're right. Yeah, now they're showing them underneath, like exploring 
this area. Yeah, so she goes in and she uh, she's like exploring, trying to find Jerry. She pulls up into that situation. You see Dr. Satan and he has like, uh, he looks all jacked, like freaked out. Like he's like skin and bones, basically. He's down there. Kind of looks like a, a mutated Otis and he has like a mask on and he's like surgically whatever. And he has like this yeah. Doc Ock apparatus going on it looks like he has four arms and he's like yeah. injecting and cutting and stuff into yeah. Jer jerry who's like there in the operating table like chair it's like picking at his brain or i don't know what he's doing with him obviously jerry looks gone uh mary or whatever the character's name is she freaks out right and she just turns and runs i think from the scene there and uh she when she turns around or, uh, or before she turns and runs there's like this uh sentinel type like an enforcer he looks like a Dr. Satan on steroids who's like, you know, <laughs> yeah. after after her or whatever. So you get this really, um, after you, you stumble upon this scene and you're watching this, right, you, you get this sense of fear. She's like, okay, like, you know, she's kind of free or whatever. And then she rolls into that and she's like, oh, shoot, you've reached the end. There's nowhere to go. Like, she needs to get turned and get out of there. So it's like, okay, maybe she can get out of there and turn around and book it. And then she's, you know, she's runs into this dude who's after her and you get that anxiety, that fear. Is she going to make it? That thing's chasing after her. I think he's wielding like a giant ax or something. I'm not even sure what type of weapon that, that, he that, has. That's the, the, the devil looking guy, right? He was red. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That red skull. Yeah. I was like all tripped out. Like basically like stuff that you, you'd see from like uh, an alien movie mixed with like the characters from Doom, the video game. I don't know. That's what those things reminded me of, maybe. Well, definitely check this Chainsaw Massacre, because every time someone's about to be killed there, they always go into slow motion. And I feel like that's how it's been working here. Yeah, and the the Dr. Satan, like, and the prosthetics and all that stuff, it gives me, like, an alien vibe. Is what I, That Geiger, the artist who worked on a lot of those uh, things in those movies, um, uh -huh. I, I think that that's, that, that's what the vibe, like, the look kind of gives me. But I know it's a lot of skulls and stuff, too, so... You know, anything with skulls will probably look similar, but really, really gruesome looking uh, uh, makeup and stuff uh, that they special effects, I guess, or makeup effects that they did. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. A hell a of a lot going on there. And like, what do you think those guys were eating? Were they eating Jerry? <laughs> uh, they were yeah, all I eating. Think about it. I don't, I don't know. Think about it. Yeah, I didn't think about it. Maybe, right? Ugh. <laughs> they were all eating something and really smacking their lips and everything. And that was like the first thing that I thought are they like cutting pieces off of them and they're just eating. Uh, I didn't even think about that. I just thought they were being gross, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's like Tiny when Tiny was eating, I was wondering what cereal that was. Yeah, they show it. It's some, it's some fake cereal for sure. I wonder if that's like in uh, multiple Rob Zombie movies. Could be or like a, a commercial. He was putting it on his chin. It was even eating. Yeah, it's dripping. It was like dripping down. <laughs> so gross because <laughs> you know wow. he's all burned wearing that mask and stuff he's disfigured oh, and uh, we get a little yeah and then um, so she takes off and then he uh, the uh, whatever the enforcer I don't even know Dr. Satan yeah. chases after that sounds good. we get little cutbacks up there to uh, to Otis Everything of what's going on. I mean, they lit something on fire. I don't even know what the big, uh, um, some big symbol that they had. And they lit a bunch of stuff on fire. And whatever ritual they're doing, it is all going down. And uh, the doctor, Dr. Satan's enforcer, he kind of messes a lot of things up right here. Because yeah. going after uh, Mary and 
he's gonna he's gonna get her with something, but she ducks and uh, he had some pillar or something, and it just brings the house down. Brings the she entire house down. She gives him the old uh, Barry Sanders <laughs> juke. Yeah, I saw that <laughs> well, yeah, you know, it's like a huge whatever it was. By the time he swings it, I think most people who are amped up with all that adrenaline at that point were would be able to get out of the way of that. But he ends up taking down like a post. It's like supporting this whole underground tunnel area that they're at or whatever. Yeah. And collapses. That's where you see the extent of... um. The horror <laughs> that Bam has committed. Yeah. Oh yeah. Those, yeah. Yeah. Those catacombs, whatever they are. This is the, the whole, the whole uh, movie. You're like, man, this has been just like a couple of killings. Like, why would they call it a house of a thousand corpses? Yeah. <laughs> and then we find out. <laughs> yeah, like that's like that's yeah. the room. That's like the final room where you where where you go after. After all the torture <clears throat> happens, and then the final torture where it happens. Yep. Crazy. Dr. Satan, still there. You gotta look for him. Jerry got to meet him. He got to meet him in person. Yeah, one-on-one. Mono-y-mono. <laughs> yeah, they didn't find the tree, but uh, he found Dr. Satan himself. I'm wondering, isn't that the, I guess when they go out towards the ritual area where they're burning stuff, was there a tree in the back, in the background? I, I like, I had it on in the background earlier today for like just the audio rewatch while I was doing stuff, but I wasn't watching, watching, but I did see this movie a hell of a lot when I was, you know, younger. I feel like they were like at the tree. Right. That's what right. I want to say. Yeah. I don't remember exactly how it was though. And, uh, I go back and rewatch that part. So Mary comes to or whatever. And this is definitely Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like, yeah, for sure. This ending. <laughs> yeah. Breaks breaks through something. I mean, this looks like a bunch of brush once he makes it all the way up there. All fucked up. Walking. All cut up. All staggered. Bloody. Doesn't know up from down. Yep. Trying Doesn't to know find... fuck from shit, as Otis would say. <laughs> trying, <laughs> trying to find the road or something. Finds the road. Who's driving? Captain, Captain Spaulding. Wow, familiar face. I mean, yeah. damn, girl, what the hell happened to you? He's like, everyone's been looking for you. <laughs> and yeah, she, she, uh, she gets in. She thinks she's safe. I mean, she lays back like, oh my gosh. And he's like, that's hey. it. You just don't worry. That's it. That's it. She passes out. And then we see Otis. I knew she he was gets head up. Gets up out of the back seat. Just stares her down. <laughs> Cause yeah, we had no idea that they were in cahoots at this point. You know, yeah. I mean it's a small town, and you would almost assume that uh well, I did assume that they did know each other. I assume that. That's okay. why I wasn't surprised. Yeah. About Buddy Boy. That he's the paw. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, Captain what Spaulding's ending. shirts are the best. Yeah, at the end, I think he has a burger, and it says "Eat me." I don't know if that's the right shirt. I know he has one of those shirts at some point. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just uh, I mean, it's just not even not even uh, not even really a cliffhanger or anything, because like really the last couple seconds that we see is her and like Doctor Satan's lair or whatever. 
And uh, that's just really how the movie ends. Nobody gets out alive. No. Yeah, she no. comes to again and she's back in the chair. And it's like, you know, that red room with a red light. Everything's fucking red in there. Just uh, she's strapped to uh, the dentist chair, I guess, or whatever, like Nelson referred to it as. And this broke all the rules, huh, Nelson? Because not one of the bad guys died. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Not one of them. Damn. And all <laughs> the other ones, perpetrator, all the other protagonists <laughs> died. Every single one of them. Yeah, I didn't even think about that, dude. Not a single one of them died. Pretty wild. Uh, that's definitely bucking the system right there. They didn't even get injured. Not a single no. one of them. No. Like, not even in the slightest. They did whatever they wanted the entire time. <laughs> well, if you think about it, right? Most of these, like, in real life, I know it gets all dark here, but in real life, like, most of these serial killers or serial murderers or whatever, like, that's what happens. They get away with it for, who knows, right? Forever. Years sometimes, some of them, right? yeah. yeah some, well, some of them never get caught. Some of them stop or die or whatever it is. And so it's just, they're could be normal people or they could be normal in this in this case it could be normal your normal hillbilly neighbors or whatever <laughs> a gas station attendant yeah a gas station chicken shop the chicken the fried chicken clown <laughs> <laughs> who would suspect him <laughs> yeah he loved chicken the fried chicken clown with the horror ride <laughs> With the Dr. Satan ride, nobody would ever suspect him. <laughs> I thought that horror ride was pretty cool. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was bad. I I I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure there was some real corpses up in there. <laughs> yeah, I thought they would have uh, clued in on them by then. Yeah, they're leaving all the clues there. I wonder if the other guy, the short dude, his friend who was clogging up the toilet in the beginning, Captain Spaulding's friend, I thought, what if he was in on everything? I've seen him in movies before. You seen movie. that guy? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, I I can't picture him though, but I, I yeah. see he was in um, Austin Powers. If no, he was. No, no, I was thinking of somebody else. Sorry, I was trying to come back and picture this dude, and and another actor popped in my head. <laughs> oh, but uh, unfortunately, yeah. Serge said, uh, "Small towns creep me out. Put me on alert." <laughs> so thanks to these type of movies. Yeah, that's what I was sure. going to say, Nelson. If you were ever traveling around and you were driving through some small town and you saw at a gas station that they had like a horror murder ride, would you uh, would you ride it? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah, I'll pass on the murder yeah, ride. That was a little. That was a little like. Little too I've much seen too many, I've seen too many horror movies to like be all inquiring about that kind of shit if I'm ever at a place. You know, right? I'll just I'll do the I'll stand from afar and not talk, you know, and then be like, let's get out of here. Okay. And what, what place would actually have that? Really? Keep your head on a swivel. Well, <laughs> there's some real small towns that I've driven through that have that they have horror places, right? But they have like a small taxidermy shop and you're like, oh, I don't want to go in there. But like, you know, they have them. A taxidermy. <laughs> There was like known serial killers, like famous serial killers or something. Yeah, there's a lot of little small towns that you drive through in Texas that are known for, you know, little 
things like or you hear things or whatever but you know or there's some that are just ghost towns as well you know i'm not gonna lie you can try well, right? yeah i live in texas yeah, i've never been to texas i, I listen to this, this podcast called expanded perspective these two texans mm. they talk about you know um anything from the paranormal to to glitches in the matrix and stuff oh cool nice i'm gonna have to write into them Hell send yeah. them one of my stories oh yeah <laughs> All right, yeah, my, friends, my friends swear they, they saw a chupacabra once, but that's for another time. They saw what? That, chup, that chupacabra. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, that dog thing or whatever it is? That eats, it It sucks goat's blood. It's like a goat vampire or something. <laughs> yeah, but like I said, that's, that's for another time. <laughs> All right, let's get yeah. down to ratings. And uh, Peacock, how about uh, how about you go first? So we a freaking ten. I was just joking. Sorry, go do the ratings. <laughs> so the way that we do the ratings, um, you you buy it. Uh, that is, uh, you love it. Five day rental, you really really like it. Uh, two day rental, hey, you kind of like it. Same day rental, big thumbs down for that one. That's how we rate it. Go ahead, Peacock. Yeah, um, this is a movie that uh, actually had on dvd so it's a buy for me it's one of those not renting it i'm making the purchase because it's uh i've seen it a bunch of times i hadn't seen it probably in like the last since i had kids so how old's my daughter like 13 14 so i hadn't seen it in a while but i rewatched it again today and then it's like oh yeah you know it's great i forgot uh rain wilson was in it i was like oh yeah dude fish boy um so <laughs> good fish stuff boy. <laughs> oh yeah, they turned into a fish boy, didn't they? Yeah, they they taxidermied him into a fish boy. You sliced up Jerry, didn't Jerry turn into a fish boy? No, no, no. It's it's Bill. The uh, Otis yeah, turned Bill. Bill into a fish boy. Yeah, but see, like that stuff like that. And Otis is classic. Uh, some of his lines are just great. The model, like he's my favorite. Him and Captain Spaulding are my two favorite characters in the movie. Uh, just some funny, cool stuff happens. Like the, there is a little bit of humor, but at the same time, it's like because it's over the top gore. Um, the uh, the, the the electronic uh the electric guitar or with like the heavy riff like every time there's like something coming out or like something creepy gonna happen love that vibe it was just different you know what i mean so uh, a lot of different things that happened it introduced me to rob zombie as a filmmaker um i saw a couple of his other movies i like the horror genre a lot obviously so it was a buy for me and like i said i saw it at my apartment back in probably like oh four as soon as i was out of high school and uh kept watching it and had to get it on dvd and back then it was like we didn't have cable i didn't have a lot of money so it was like right around and go to people's houses with my laptop and like a small collection of movies that we were probably going to watch that night uh and hook it up to a tv or whatever you know what i mean stuff like that or watch it off the laptop and be like chilling drinking whatever, whatever it was going to be right but um my that's how my dvd collection started growing during that time when i didn't have cable and i was living in an apartment <laughs> trying to save money i go to the five dollar bins and you know you find a lot of good find a lot of good horror movies. Oh yeah, and Bogart said I actually own this joint at uh, at one time, so definitely mm -hmm. stay on. Okay, be a buy. Same, same. I had it as well. Surge, he said it's a buy, and that's part of my collection. Yeah, I had uh, thirteen ghosts and like the whole Friday, the whole Nightmare on Elm Street uh, DVD box set that my buddy like gave away because he you know didn't have a DVD player anymore and he was moving away for college, so I took that on and. When I married my wife, she's like, what are you going to do with all this crap? And we just basically gave it all away at a garage sale. Didn't even sell them. For yeah, that's that's her nice way of saying, you better get rid of this stuff. 
Yeah, I kept my Scarface and like a couple of other ones, but like now I don't even know where they are. They're probably like away in storage somewhere. Oh well. All right, all right, Nelson. What about you? What are you giving this one for a rating? Uh yeah, I was wavering between um the two and the five. I liked it. Uh, um, like I didn't know what it was. What type of, so it's kind of it was odd, <laughs> and uh, so it, you know it's odd and unpredictable at the same time. I like that. So there's more things I liked about it, but it wasn't like um, a buy for me. Mm-hmm. But the rewatch. I, like, I think I, I will. I will give it a five star because or five day rental because. I like what what zombies doing. It's not Hollywoody, and you don't yeah. expect like I didn't expect the cops to get killed so easily. To be honest with you, right. I thought they were gonna do some damage and like uh, uncover it. And then I didn't think um, the father was gonna get killed too. Uh, Saving Private Ryan, father. Yeah. So I like that going against the Hollywood grain. Yeah, he drops your heart with those. I feel like you're like, okay, this is when the hero should kind of step up, and instead he just like, yeah, this is real life, bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I I give him huge props for being create his own genre like that. So I'm sure his other films are probably similar, mm-hmm. similar um, scenarios, right, or a similar style. Yeah, yeah. I mean the next so, movie. Yeah, that's oh, that? the, the next one that he did is a sequel to this one. Okay. What's the name of mm-hmm. that? Devil's Rejects. Oh, you should have let him on and said, like, a house, a house of a Thousand and One Corpses. <laughs> yeah, De- Devil's Rejects. I like that one better than uh, this one. This one, um, it's not a buy for me. It's a five-day for me. I, I never actually owned uh, this one. Um, I did I, own the Devil's Rejects, though. That I, was gonna say, I, I had them both because, you know, I got this one and I liked it, and then the next one was, like, even better. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, five-day rental for me. Yeah, barely made the cut from a two to a five. Nice. Yeah, really good movie. Um, yeah, re- really He's solid. Me, man. Pop zombie. He's the man. And uh, this kind of started it all off. And uh, yeah, that's why we did this one. Bring it all the way back to the beginning. <laughs> yeah, at the times that these movies were coming out, a lot of the they were re you know it was just the turn of uh, the millennium. Y two K just hit two thousands. So, like, they were trying to bring it back because not a lot of stuff was done in the 90s other than, I think, like, The Scream and the I Know What You Did Last Summer kind of kind of stuff, right? So, taking it yeah. back to the to that 80s stuff that we missed, but uh, but not being so obvious, you know? Right. Kind of give, giving us some new things to, to, to enjoy. And in his own unique way, I think, because I don't think anybody else really kind of does it this way still to this day. Like, it's not very – you can when tell even- when it's a Rob Zombie joint. And even with the Devil's Rejects specifically, like it's following them. It's following the Captain Spaulding, Otis, and mm-hmm. maybe following those three. It's not following, you know, anyone else. And they're like, you know, just like the bad guys in it. Like they're, we right. get so to they're, follow, follow they're the, the psychopath story. Yeah, they're the focus, which is cool. They're the heroes, basically. You want to see if they make it out alive. Yeah. Insane. All right. Well, there we have it. Wrapping up House of a Thousand Corpses. We're wrapping up Halloween yep. uh, month, and uh, we're finishing it off with uh, Scream 1. So we're taking it all the way back, uh, 1996, the original Just the one. Yeah, okay, we're just doing the one. We'll focus on the first one. Yeah, That's it deserves it. It's the best one by far out of uh, 
out of those three. So, yeah, we need we need to spend a whole episode on that one. Yeah, I went into that movie thinking, yeah, this is a Drew Barrymore joint. Yeah, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not so much. True. Spoiler alert. Uh, yeah, yeah. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Well, she's on the cover, bro. Yeah, I mean, she was really that wig on. Nobody oh, else yeah. was like famous like her, like Nev Campbell. She wasn't Nev Campbell yet. Nope. Um, yeah. yeah, true. Courtney gonna, Cox, be a good one. gonna be a good one. Crazy amount of Easter eggs. David Arquette. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. So that's gonna be next Friday. Uh, we always do the live shows on Friday for everyone who is uh, listening to this in audio form. And you just go subscribe to the Silver Screen Breakdowns YouTube channel, turn on the notifications, and uh, every Friday. And um, yeah, we will be there. And for everyone watching on YouTube, go subscribe to the audio version, Silver Screen Breakdowns on Apple, on Spotify, and everywhere that you get your podcasts. Yeah. And, uh, let them know. I'm Neil. So I'm Nelson Times signing off. And you can find me on YouTube. I have some, uh, I have a channel there. You can see my uh, acting demo reels and montages of a series of films I've been in, and then uh, a montage. A series of commercials I've done for the advertisers. And you can find me on Instagram, Nelson Tynes underscore. Follow me and I'll follow you back. Yeah. Peacock, oh no. I am the Neon Peacock. You can find my stuff at neonpeacockmerch.com. That's neonpeacockmerch.com. A lot of cool Halloween stuff still there, available on sale. $14 t shirts, 30% off the entire site, prints, all the artwork. Uh, cool things like the stuff that you see behind me and much, much more, including fantasy football player nicknames, uh, fantasy football related uh, things and things to, you know, related with the channel. I got to get some SSB shirts going. We'll see what we can do with that. But uh, go check that stuff out, guys. Appreciate it. There we go. All right. And uh, we will see you uh, tomorrow for anyone following for fantasy football. And uh, we'll see you guys next week for Scream. Football. All right. Appreciate you, Nelson. Appreciate you, Peacock. We'll see everybody later. Thank you, guys. Peace out. Peace. This ain't a dream, we really live this shit. Don't intervene, yo, we with this shit. That's where the most high, we the most lit.